It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live. Sponsored by our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Here's your host, Keith Stewart. Members, friends and players, good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and I'll be here entertaining you on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. You know, you can listen anywhere at 920thejersey.com. You just got to hit that Listen Live button. And uh, before we get started and amped up here today, I want to make sure we uh, touch upon uh, the great sponsors and supporters that we have here on Springdale Golf Live, like the New Jersey Golf Foundation. New Jersey Golf Foundation Day is annually on July 4th, so be thinking of them and uh, their three pillars and all that they do, and uh, good luck to them and, and their supporters on that day. And Summit Golf Brands, my friends at B-Dratty, Fairway and Green, Zero Restriction, EP New York. And uh, I threw up on Instagram today, today's custom belt from Jimmy the Belt. Man at FH Wadsworth. So thank you, Jimmy. Thanks always to Troon and the members and friends I have back at Springdale Golf Club. Just wonderful people that support this endeavor and talking to all of you about the pop golf culture that we live in right now. And you know what? I, I think the world's paying attention to all the things that we're doing here on Friday afternoons in Fox Sports because it is a cool, cool week in golf. I mean, we've got the USGA Senior Open at Notre Dame, which is such a cool venue to have a USGA championship. The LPGA is down in Arkansas. It's club championship finals weekend at the club over there at Springdale. The PGA Tour is doing its inaugural event in Detroit, but they're doing it inside the city limits, which is something I don't think they've ever really done before, not in the modern day. And just about now, just kicked off, we've got the Women's World Cup team over there in France, in Paris, against the French team. It's Friday night, 9 p.m. People are already climbing the Eiffel Tower, just thinking maybe the, the French team can pull off an upset, but it's not going to happen. The ladies just kicked off. We wish them the best of luck. I mean, it's just a cool, cool Friday afternoon. And if you think about it, all of that that's going on, right, has got me excited. It, that's like on a scale of one to 10, that's like a negative four, because the guest I have coming on today, this guy has so much energy and passion as a PGA professional and a friend for growing the game that he's like on that same scale where, you know, with all that that's going on, we're at negative four. This guy is at like a 14 and his name is Gavin Parker. And you know what? You're probably thinking to yourselves, Keith, what happened to the song of the week? Well, I had you introduce Gavin first before I could play the one song that I always think of when I think about how hard he works in the golf business. Hit it, Wade. What you want, baby, I got What, what you, you need. need. Don't you, you know, know I, I got, got it? it? All I'm asking is for a little respect when you come home. That's it. That's Detroit's finest, where the PGA Tour is this week. But it's also for my main man, Gavin Parker. Welcome to Springdale Golf Live. Gavin, how are you today? Man, I'm doing fantastic. How'd you like that to set the mood, my friend? Oh, hey, I loved it, man. I loved it, man. I, I always tell people, you know, if I was doing any better today, I'd be UT. 
Oh man, well you know what? My life's like a fairy tale, brother. I'm telling you, it's it's all good. And you know, with the song of the week, I always like to do a nice little tie-in. And uh, I'm so happy that Aretha Franklin is from Detroit, and uh, that's where that song became famous because I could tie it in with you and all that you do. And everyone's going to learn about you in a minute. And then where the PGA Tour is, we're just, I mean, just all sorts of good things going on this week. And uh, I hope you're doing well. But for for my listeners here on Friday afternoon here in the New York City and Philly area, tell them a little about a little bit about who Gavin Parker is and, and what you're up to these days. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, Gavin Parker, I'm just the type of guy, you know, I go to the gym like five days a week, you know, I make my bed every day, I call my mom a couple times a day, and I, um, you know, I'm just the type of guy that thinks coaching is the greatest profession there is. Um, my dad kind of introduced me to the game of golf early on. And, you know, he kind of always raised me just to kind of, you know, be different. You know, not a lot of people who look like me um, kind of play golf or let alone teach G. So I'm just the type of guy who wants to play as many golfers as possible, man. You know, I love life and love getting to know people. And uh, I, I like you said, you know, I like to have a good time too, man. I got a ton of energy, man, for sure. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, and anyone that follows you on social media, and I'm trying to just, I I love what you're doing to grow the game. I just love it tremendously. And I think that you are such an inspiration to all the young kids that you're working with or the new golfers. And, and when I see you on Instagram and the different things that you're doing and volunteering your time, you have such a specific message of like empowerment and positivity and fun and fun. You know, where did you develop all this from? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, growing up, man, I just, I, I, I think it really comes from, man, I don't know, like, a, you, I, I kind of refer to, like, um, you remember, like, the old video game, like, Pac-Man? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, the arcade game. So, you know, in Pac-Man, you know, Pac-Man spends most of his time, like, being chased by ghosts. But, you know, every now and then, when you kind of go to those corners, Pac-Man gets one of those, like, little power pellets. And then, you know, he eats that thing up, and then the next thing you know, like, you know, he starts chasing the ghosts. You know, the whole dynamics of the game start to change. You start to feel on. You start to feel all this energy, man. That's just how I felt my entire life, man. So I've always felt like I've had this innate ability to be able to possess all this abundant amount of energy. And I just want to influence other people and just, you know, really want to, you know, make someone else's day better, man. I think, you know, that's why we're all kind of here on this planet, you know, just to change lives. And I think I have this great ability just to influence the conditions to make someone else's day just a little bit better, man. It's, uh, it's super rewarding to see that, man. So I think it's, that's probably... Well, you know what? I've never heard that analogy before. And I've heard you from time <laughs> to time talk about, you know, getting yourself in beast mode, right? What, oh, is, what does that mean? Yeah, so you want to think about the type of person that's a beast, man. You know, beasts are the people who love to hunt, man. They don't want... They don't want to be fed, you know, so beasts are the type of people who love the process of hunting, you know, putting in day in and day out, you know, just being prepared, you know, being able to control and have their attention and have their focus. So when I'm saying beast mode, it's like, you know, we're, we're striving for excellence, man. I tell all my students, all my all my golfers that, you know, excellence is loading, man. We're trying to become beasts, not just the type of, you know, the type of people who actually are beasts. Not, you don't just want to talk about it. You know, beasts, you know, they, they act with, they, they, they're doing what they're trying to do and it's, it's time to actually execute, man. It's uh, that's, you know, that's what it means to be a beast, man. It's, it's incredible. Well, I tell you, you are incredible.
incredible. I mean, you're just infectious coming through the phone. And folks, we're here talking to Gavin Parker. He's a PGA professional, and he's a director of instruction down at Salisbury Country Club in Virginia. And, you know, one of the things when you follow him on social media, and this is not necessarily where I found Gavin, but where I've watched his evolution. And to all my PGA professionals that are always listening to the show or downloading the podcast week in and week out, we're going to get into it a little bit because he uses great programs and all the fun he's having with his students. It's just tremendous, tremendous. So you've got this motivational story, right? You got your Pac-Man game, right? And you're taking that now on the road. And some of the things I see you do, you're doing motivational talks to kids in school, but you're also doing it to the groups that you teach in the clinic scenario or like junior golf camps, right? Like, how are you putting this whole package together and, and continuing to make this message so authentic? Take me through it. Yeah, absolutely. So I would just tell you, man, I'm I'm striving to be good, one percent better every day. I don't know if you. I've read a book a year ago written by a guy named James Clear called Atomic Habits, and it just resonated so well with me, man. It's all about just getting one percent better in everything that you do. And what I'm trying to get better at every day is excellence. You know, whatever I'm doing, I'm trying to be excellent at it. So my big message is that excellence is loading. Excellence is, you know, it takes time. So uh, I've just been trying to promote that message as much as possible, and I've just been fortunate enough to be at the right place at the right time at Salisbury, which have so many families and so and like, you know, that they're inviting me to speak to schools just like because like, so many kids are taught, you know, um they they're not comfortable in their own skin, man. You know, I'm trying to let people know that, you know, no one's meant to fit in, man. Like we're all meant to stand out. Like no everyone it's okay to be different, man, that your feelings kinda of create your thoughts. So I'm just trying to let people know that whatever you're feeling inside, man, that's that's what creates your environment. That's what creates your thoughts never the other way around so you know all my programs are just essentially with my juniors i'm trying to you know really cultivate the environment to create two essential skills i think all my kids i'm trying to get them to become the type of kids that learn how to lead and if they don't learn how to lead they're learning to solve creative problems man because i think you know so much of our our our, our kids and so many so much of our generation nowadays are just you know are doing so much bulimic learning, Keith. You know, they're just told to just memorize things, get a good grade, you know, get this result. And, you know, there's nothing really organic going into that, man. So I'm really trying to create environments where kids can just be themselves and learn what it takes to become a really great leader. And then if they're not becoming a really great leader, learn how to solve problems without, like, being criticized for it. You know, to let them make mistakes and really let them know it's how important it is to cultivate inefficiencies and to fail and to like try again and keep going and you know not worried about like what it looks like and i really want my kids and all my students and anyone who's actually in contact with me no matter what it no matter what we're doing is that if you keep doing the right things the right way you will get better we just don't know when but it's gonna happen yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I tell you, you know, I always talk about this with my beautiful wife, Lori, is I, I think the greatest gift we can give our children is the gift of self-esteem. Right. Oh, and the two points. That, yeah. The two points you make there is like, you know, self-esteem is like the combination of those two. Right. You know, to be, be able to be solve problems, to lead, you know, to feel good about themselves. And, you know, you talk so much about the culture and and the environment that you're putting these kids in. You know, I, I mean, I think, you know, that's just an amazing and amazing thing to try to do on a daily basis. And, you know, 
as much as I'd like to say, hey, you know, Gavin's a special guy, and that's why I wanted to introduce him to my audience today and give him a bigger amphitheater to tell his story. And you can see how infectious it is, folks, right? We all get to where we are because we've had tremendous people that we've met along the way. For you to come up with all of what you are now in your message, right? Who are some of the mentors that you'd like to thank right now or, or kind of shaped this messaging that you're giving out to these young kids and these new golfers and the people that surround you in your daily life? Who, who are some of these mentors? in your life oh man i think that it would first start with a dear friend of mine probably my best friend in the world one of my best friends is andrew brewer uh he's director of structure at a golf course in bayville that we really met when i went to campbell university through campbell university obviously we met david orr who essentially kind of created the framework of what an elite or a world-class instructor looks like, what it goes into actually being a coach. So how much time David Orr puts into understanding the person in front of them and how they feel before he even makes any adjustments into coaching them. And through, obviously, David Orr, I was able to meet, like, Matt Reagan and Ryan Daly from Operation 36, who were just pioneers in the game of golf. Um, through those guys, I was able to meet um, Kate Tepesti, um from New York, who created the Birdie Basics, which is a world-class programming that essentially – um, creates like like golfers that, but specifically like super young ages, like ages three to six, and the power of storytelling, um, and the power of just creativity and the power of play. Um, from there, you know, just going from those guys, I was able to meet and, and learn books from like you know James Clear, who wrote the you know studying just you know the expertise of just forming habits. Um, from there, I was able to meet like a Dana Delquist, who is a world class full swing instructor, who I was able to meet and coach with. And then from there, you know, I want to thank like Mark Sweeney from Aimpoint. But essentially, man, I also said my big mentors are you know my, my mom and my dad, um, Mike Hot, who is the director of golf here in Salisbury, and not to mention probably you too, Keith. Man, I thank you. you I, I'll never forget the first time we've ever met, man. We made eye contact, and you we were speaking at Campbell University about you know what it takes just to stand out and how to be just what a good golf professional should look like. And you made a comment. You're like, hey, I, I think if anyone in this room needs to know where they're going to be in five years, and you looked at me and asked me where I was, I think if I hesitation, I was able to answer that. I just let you know, man, I'm, I'm going to become a type of guy that's probably going to be on TV one day. And told you how I was going to do that. And, I mean, here we are almost five and a half years later, man, and it looks like everything's going according to plan. Well, you know, you know what? Uh, I, I'd agree with you, you there on many fronts. First, the world is round, and look where we are now. Right. I'm still asking you questions. Right. And you're still answering it with tremendous aplomb. Right. And not only that, like, I mean, just the game of golf brought us together. Right. And also a willingness to share and to help make people better. And, and, you know, um, know, I can't thank you enough for that. But at the same time, what you do every day is more thanks than anything else. Right. The, The. if, right. if I made the slightest impression upon you, I mean, geez, you've taken that and, and, and exponentially grown it a million times over. And when I watch what you do, so, I mean, it's tremendous. And that's why I always ask the mentor question, because I think I want to inspire people that are listening to you that mentors can come in all forms and you never know when you're going to meet one. So just be prepared, you know, along the way. And speaking of being prepared, and folks, we're here with Gavin Parker, a PGA professional and director of instruction down at Salisbury Country Club in Virginia, an unbelievable motivational speaker and grower of the game. But it's Springdale 
Wild Golf Live. It's Friday afternoon, and I got to hit you with a little rapid fire Q and A here. All right. You're, oh, let's get it. Let's get it. You're not getting away without this. That's for sure. All, All right. right. And I, and I would love people to learn more about you, which is why I'm asking you questions today, Gavin. I mean, you. Uh, I have the biggest smile on my face right now. Can I live for this, man? All right. Well, well, we'll find out when we're done. Here we go. What color is your toothbrush? Black and orange, baby. Oh, there you go. Princeton Tigers. All right. Uh, okay, you're going to say Campbell Camels, but, you know. Uh, of course. Man. I, you Campbell know, Camels, man. When in, in Rome up here. Fair enough. All right. Uh, if a movie was made of your life, who would play you? Wow. Oh, man. Mm. I'm going to say Will Smith. Oh, that's a, that's a great answer. All right. Phone app you use the most. Instagram. If you could uh, add one person to Mount Rushmore, who would it be? Ooh. Wow. Barack Obama. What is your biggest fear? Wow. Just, I actually, you know, I just experienced it two weeks ago, so I guess my new biggest fear is, you know, losing my, my little sister. All right. On a scale of one to ten, rate how cool you are. Ten. How long does it take for you to get ready in the morning? Ooh, two minutes. One thing you always wanted to do. Wow. Be different. Adult beverage, colored or clear? Clear. When you hear the word charisma, who is the first person that comes to mind? Myself. Oh, man, I tell you, you just exude energy, passion, and just enjoyment. I, I love your infectious, <laughs> nature there, uh, infectious, uh, infectious nature there, Gavin Parker. And I appreciate you oh, coming buddy. on Springdale Golf Live today. Oh, thank you so much, Keith. Thank you so much, Springdale Golf Live, for having me. All right, man, I'll talk to you soon. And, uh, folks, take notes on that interview because that young gentleman right there knows how to get it done. Extremely motivated and extremely thoughtful. And such a great positive person for the game and life in general. Well, you know what? 3.15 p.m. here in Princeton. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Aretha, take us out. Back after these words. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf with a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. Springdale Golf Club members have been enjoying a club that's been a part of the Princeton community for nearly 120 years with the best golf and social experience in our region. But did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's historical significance, William Flynn designed with challenging greens, blended with a dedicated team of associates, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in commitment to the member experience. Just announced is a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. 
This Vanguard Service Initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about the club and all of the amazing fun things we have planned for 2019, please take a moment and visit our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey or call 855-255-1265. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm Keith Stewart. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. You know, what an amazing young man Gavin Parker is, so I'm going to play this song in his honor. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am. There it is. Thanks for the music today on the board there, Wade. Tremendous job as always. Right there, a little aloe black, a little second song of the week. But the, the kind of the theme of that song and the theme of the first song with Aretha, um, you could just hear it in his voice. What a tremendous young leader that Gavin Parker chooses to be each and every day. And I'm telling you, folks, the reason I had him on the show was just primarily because he is like that literally every day of the week. And when I first met him and I went down to Campbell University to do a talk to all the students there and he sat in the front row and he wasn't the Apple type. He was the type that just wanted to soak it all in. He, I honestly believe that he's like, whatever I put into something, I'm going to get out of it. And so, you know, he does nothing in a token manner. So he he's just sitting there in the front row and he's just like completely diligent to all that I'm trying to, you know, express to these young students there in the golf business and with my experience and so on and, and so forth. And he, he's just unbelievable. And he locked eyes with me from the minute I got started. I said, well, I got, I've got to engage him just to see if this is for real. And it was, and uh, nothing could make me happier and prouder than to see all the different things that he's up to on a daily basis, growing the game, because forget golf for a second, the world needs you know, a next generation of positive leaders. I mean, there's there's so many things going on. And, you know, it's it's one of those things. It's like we live in a generation where everyone has their head down. Right. Everyone has their head down and they're looking at their phone. Right. But I, I mean that more in like a metaphysical sense there, Wade. Right. You know, in a spiritual, emotional sense is like when you have somebody like Gavin Parker come into your life and hopefully a little bit of Springdale Golf Live every Friday afternoon. We try to do the pop culture of golf. We're not here talking about rules, violations and, you know, people getting DQ'd and stuff. We, we want to talk about the fun aspects of the game. And, and hopefully we're doing that. So it's just great to have somebody that's that's like minded in that manner and and nothing can make me happier than to have gavin on and talk and i i guarantee he's still talking to himself right now wade like he's still interviewing himself he, he probably started an hour ago i would still be listening to him if he was still on <laughs> he, he he's unbelievable he's great so uh, kudos to him i just wanted to you know say some nice words to him because i'm sure he'll listen to the podcast probably like 400 times just to try to get better for his next motivational talk to like he has the, on instagram he has these motivational talks that he gives to kids in like kindergarten and he, he's like yelling at them you know almost like a cross between like, uh, I don't know, like Martin Luther King and like Norman Schwarzkopf. I mean, it's just like, and these kids are looking at him like, ah, you know, they don't know if they'll be scared or like run through the wall. It's awesome. Anyway, so kudos to Gavin and thanks for coming on. And uh, it's worth noting that the ladies are up in 
Paris. U.S. women's team won nothing, scored six minutes in, so good deal. And, uh, you know, another good friend of mine at 3 o'clock today teed off, and that's Scott Paris. He's the pro up at Plainfield Country Club, and he's playing in the U.S. Senior Open, which is being played out at Notre Dame. So he just went off. He shot plus two yesterday, which had him tied for about 70th place. So he's right around the cut line, which as a, a club professional playing in a USGA championship like the Senior Open against the Jerry Kellys and, you know, Steve Stricker's, I mean, he's like, 40 under at this point um but he you know scott's out there competing could make the cut so uh we wish him the best of luck he's a big supporter of the new jersey golf foundation as well so uh, i'd like to see him do well and uh he and i've been friends for a long time like 20 years so go get him scott and uh you know we'll light a candle in the grotto for you and the reason i bring that up is that because they're playing this usga championship at a university golf course and one of the most unique things that i think about springdale in general when i come to work every day and what's so unique And what's so fun about what I do is our partnership with the university across the street. It's a really, you know, not common scenario to have a golf club be on a university campus. So Notre Dame has one. And, you know, I know there's one I got to Purdue. And there's a bunch of them. Um, If you think about, you know, like small college like Williams, where they have Taconic up in Western Mass. And there's all these different types of settings. But ours is just so unique. And And I think that. In this day and age where we're trying to engage as many different types of golfers as we can, I think that our association with the university is a really, really powerful thing. It's a very valuable thing because universities tend to have a lot of successful people, first of all, because they're colleges. And of course, at Princeton, there's tons of successful people. And we like to think that as the PGA, that successful people um, tend to grow up, you know, gain a little bit of uh, income, and then they want to spend it playing golf because they can play that in nice places for the rest of their life and it's cool because there's also a lot of athletes at universities and with there being athletes there i think it's it's another opportunity for crossover appeal for the game so you know and and quite honestly i I think a lot of this also you know people ask me all the time they're like keith you know like what's it like working with true and true golf management and i said well you know what i said these are some pretty savvy people they know what they're doing and i think that when they looked at a partnership with us and you know our partnership with the university i mean they have six or seven different clubs i know that they manage the club for arizona state and texas tech and now vanderbilt and now princeton and you know they really look at these golf courses as something where a way to grow the game to these successful academic athletic audiences that they have and you know so it's kind of cool that the usga is playing their championship this week at notre dame so um good luck to everyone out there playing in that and of course good luck to scott again and you know what i was driving to work today and i started thinking about something that i do every day almost subconsciously but i'm a jeep guy I I drive a Jeep Wrangler uh, for all my life that I've been driving. I've driven a Jeep Wrangler for more years than any other car that I've ever owned. And, you know, there's a certain thing about me being proud and sticking my chest on saying I'm a Jeep guy. And what I love about that is I love the the kind of like free spirit, put the roof down. And I'm not talking about like Jeep Grand Cherokee or something like that. We're talking Wrangler. We're talking CJ, CY. We're talking, you know, Willie, World War Two. And one of the things that Jeep people always do and my wife always laughs when I'm doing this when she's riding the car or the kids and Owen and Abby are in the back seat and they're like dad why are you always waving at random cars I said well there's nothing random about it there's the Jeep wave and everyone that's listening that has a Jeep knows exactly what I'm talking about if you're going to buy a Jeep it's even in the culture or the buying process they're like do you know what the wave is and they ask us I owned a Jeep before and I bought my most recent Jeep about four or five years ago and I started thinking about that in a golf sense and how we can make an impact in the game of golf 
by taking something from my everyday life that I wanted to share with you all on today's show. And that's the Jeep Wave. So I'm driving into work this morning, which is about 10 miles, about Hopewell Borough. And, you know, I drive into downtown Princeton to the club and I do this every day. And it seems like every day, probably on an average 2.17 times, I do a Jeep Wave on my way into the club or my way home when I'm driving home tonight. And what's cool about that is that, you know, everyone always waves back in the Jeep. And I started thinking about it. I said, how did this whole thing start about? Because if you think about it, you know, like people are extremely proud of that brand or that free spirit stereotype or the top down or the off-roading personality. I don't know what it is. I mean, there's there's a lot of bullet points there underneath that list of Wrangler owners that we would all kind of attribute to ourselves more than willingly. But What's cool about it is that Jeep really embraces this. And if you go to their website or they, they when they do, um, you know, um, uh, they, when like when they released the 2018 Wrangler, they talked all about the wave to open up the release of this new car and how important it was that the wave will stay the same. But now we're evolving the machine. And and I started to think to myself, I said, man, you know, when I play golf. I see other golfers all the time on the different fairways. And I think to myself, you know, going back to that, we're a head down type of society. And, and in golf, we always have our heads down. And golf's hard. And we all love golf. And there's those other bullet points there, like it's hard and the struggle and then the great shots and all the different things that we can do. But couldn't we every once in a while pick our head up and celebrate with one another as golfers and look at another fairway and wave to one another? And Wade just gave me a salute because he's kind of affirmatively nodding that he likes this point that I'm making. But so I did a little research today and I tried to figure out why or how the Jeep wave came about. And it's it's not 100% known, but there's some cool stories here, right? And real quickly, it basically came about World War II. And what happened was, is that officers would drive around in Jeeps because they were the utility vehicles. And instead of saluting one another, they didn't want to draw attention to themselves, so they would wave. So Jeep drivers would wave to one another. And it was a very, very smart and intelligent way for the military officers to get around. So veterans came back from the wars and Jeeps were now available to the public. So they started to buy a lot. And these veterans would then wave to one another as a way of going back to the time when they were serving. So that has now evolved over 60 years. And you know what? I was just thinking about that. It, it makes Jeep owners very loyal to one another. And I think golfers are very loyal to one another in a very similar fashion. So this weekend when you're out playing golf, it's going to be beautiful weather. I want you to wave to people in the next fairway over. And I want to start a new trend in golf. Let's start waving. Let's pick our heads up. Let's be positive about the game and have some fun. All right. You know, I thought a lot about that, Wade, you know, and I tell you, I, I think it there's shows. it's it's uh, it could be a lot of fun this weekend for sure. And there's my music, which is going to send me to my weekend. Well, of course, there's always our sponsors, New Jersey Golf Foundation, Summit Golf Brands, FH Wadsworth, Troon. Got to love my board of governors over at the club to support all that we do. Love my listeners. I've got Wade on the board and Chandler in training. She's coming at us soon, folks. You know what? Well, I'm heading to Springdale. Where are you headed? Well, let the tower be your guide. And from New York to Detroit and the PGA Tour, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. You've been listening to Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the tee next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey.